The theme of gender is central to the exhibition, and it presented itself early on as an interesting way to understand these books and the different technologies that were used to make them. Uh, most of the luxury books on exhibit were gift books. They were made for men to purchase as gifts to give to women. So the books give us insight into what was thought of as appealing to a feminine audience. Their functions as objects of sentimental exchange and display tell us a great deal about gender roles. Um, luxury books themselves were often described in terms that were used by Victorians to describe women. The relationship between text and image in early gift books derived from ladies' albums, uh, which are on display in the downstairs. <clears throat> so some scholars argue pretty persuasively that feminine aesthetic conventions influenced the way these books were designed. Because luxury books were designed to appeal to women's tastes, that industry provided roles for women to act as taste makers or what we would call in influencers now. Um, the earliest gift books here frequently had women authors and editors who acted as cultural authorities. And many of the books on display were expensive and produced in small batches by highly respected specialists who could run their workshops on different principles than the larger presses for novels or newspapers, for example. So this extra level of personal control opened spaces for women book artists, illustrators, engravers, binding designers, before it might have been typical in other shops. So in broad terms, I've tried to track the various ways that these books offer insight into Victorian ideas of femininity, the cultural authority women held in heavily, uh, a heavily gendered market niche, um, emerging technologies, their impact on the gift book industry and the opportunities that they opened for women artists, and the personal and professional networks that were involved in luxury book production.